The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And, you know, thanks again for joining us in the AI Today podcast. And maybe some of you watching us, perhaps, on YouTube. We decided, why not? We're recording these podcasts. Might as well let you see us as we do them. Some of you may not even be our podcast listeners. So this may, you may have just found us on search. Well, welcome. So for those of you that are new to the AI Today podcast, we've been going strong now for over five years, 300 plus episodes. And really what we're focusing on is giving people not only an understanding of what AI is and, and all the various different applications and the terms and the terminology, but really trying to understand how to put it into practice, put AI into practice today. <laughs> not tomorrow, not yesterday, but today. And as part of that, this is what we focus on in our education. We have our Cognolyticas, the CPMAI, which is the Cognitive Project Manager for AI. It's a methodology for doing AI projects right, because knowing what AI is is helpful, but uh, knowing the right order and how to do things and what not to skip and also how to avoid all the problems that a lot of people are having with AI is really the core point of any sort of method or process term is methodology. And as a matter of fact, terminology is why we are here on this particular episode, because we, we realized that even after all these years of doing AI today, five years, uh, people are still uh, don't understand basic terms or misunderstanding them or disagreeing on them, uh, which makes sense. Uh, some of these terms are confusing and sometimes hard to understand. So we figured that for the uh, whole lot of these episodes, we'd really focus on glossary, which is just going over terms and terminology to make sure that you understand them and understand what that means in the context of trying to make it work. Exactly. So we've put together a very comprehensive glossary, uh, and that's published on our website at Cognolytica.com, but I will also make sure to link to it in the show notes. And we wanted to spend some time with our AI Today listeners going over these terms, because as Ron mentioned, sometimes they can be a little confusing. Maybe you haven't heard of them before. You're not quite sure how they relate to AI. So we wanted to spend some time on this podcast and additional podcasts going over key terms related to AI, machine learning, and big data terms at a high level. And that's what our glossary does. If you'd like a more in-depth level, then we encourage you to sign up for CPMAI, the Cognitive Project Management for AI. We have a training and certification, and it digs into this in a lot greater detail. But on today's podcast, we'll be going over some glossary terms at a high level, and this will include recognition systems, computer vision, and ImageNet. So diving right in, with recognition uh, and the recognition pattern, you may have heard us talk about the seven patterns of AI. We have a glossary uh, term uh, and podcast on that, and I'll link to that. And we also have, uh, you know, in-depth writing and additional podcasts that we will link if you want to go into that in greater detail. But one of the seven patterns of AI is the recognition pattern. And this really makes sense of unstructured data, which quite frankly, the majority of data that we have nowadays is unstructured. So think about that as, you know, image, text, voice, those, uh, you know, any other type of data like that. The recognition pattern enables machines to identify and perceive the real world. So examples in this pattern include computer vision, facial recognition, handwriting recognition, 
audio recognition, also being able to identify different sounds. Sometimes people have, you know, different uh, types of animal sounds, things like that. And the objective of this pattern is to have machines identify and understand the real world and unstructured data. So the reason why this is important and notable is that one of the things that we were able to accomplish with uh, machine learning is the ability for machines to understand things that that are really very difficult to program. If you think about it, you know, it's very difficult to program, say, facial recognition, because all the computer sees, sees, quote unquote, uh, when it when he gets an image is just a grid of pixels in a bunch of different colors. It actually doesn't see anything. It just there's just a bunch of data, right? That's all that computers are seeing is, is data, really. And and even that data is really just at the end of the day turned into zeros and ones. So even at the level that we might think of a programming language, even programming languages are not meant not meant for computers. Programming languages are meant for people, for us to write instructions that then get converted into the actual language of machines. So there's this whole area research area to get machines to understand image and video data called computer vision. And the term computer vision, the definition of that is an application of machine learning or other approaches, because people have been trying to do computer vision without machine learning, it's much harder, (laughs) that provides the ability for computers to interpret and understand visual inputs. So images, video, and anything similar. So this is one aspect of this recognition pattern. Computer vision is not the only aspect of recognition because there's other things besides vision that we want to recognize. But this aspect of recognition, the pattern that really makes sense of unstructured data such as images. So there are many parts or components to this uh, thing of computer vision. How do you get computers and machines to understand image and video data. So there's a, there's lots of subcomponents. One is this acquisition called image acquisition, which is trying to get the images into the computer, image processing, because the images in their raw format really uh, can be in different uh, resolutions and sizes and all sorts of stuff. Then there's the image analysis, trying to understand the different parts of the image, object detection, object recognition, image segmentation, or trying to take different parts of the image and identify different parts, scene reconstruction, or trying to understand what is happening in the scene, like car is in traffic going somewhere, Uh, event detection, so detecting when something happens, person crosses road, tracking an object in the video, trying to figure out what's called pose estimation, standing, sitting, reaching for a can on a shelf. Those are all pose estimations. Image indexing and search. So if I'm going to find something, find where the person goes through some some parts of the image or video. Um, you know, motion estimation, trying to figure out where things are heading. Spatial analysis, trying to figure out where things are related to each other. Something's on top of something, understanding something, modeling the scene, and image restoration. All of these things are in this category of computer vision. You can imagine even doing any of these things is really difficult. And that's why we need the power of machine learning that can find the patterns within these uh, image and video data and then uncover these higher level valuable things that humans need to know. Exactly. So another term that we wanted to go over in today's podcast is ImageNet, which in case you're not familiar with ImageNet, it was created all the way back in 2006. Uh, actually, by American researcher Fei Fei Li. 
And it's an incredibly large free repository of image data. And it's designed for use with computer vision and object recognition research. So, I mean, I said it was a huge repository. It has over 14 million labeled images. And they're organized according to WorldNet hierarchy. So, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's an incredibly large free repository of images. So it was made into a significant object recognition challenge for computer vision researchers. You know, as, as uh, you know, think about back in 2006, I mean, that was a really long time ago. And we didn't have, you know, these huge, large repositories, let alone free repositories. So that was created. And the ImageNet, you know, it's a uh, became the that we had an ImageNet large scale visual recognition challenge that was created in 2010 and it provided an opportunity for computer vision researchers to compete to correctly detect and classify objects and scenes so you know you have to think about uh, I mean, how long ago was that now, you know, over a decade ago? Um, and so we really were powering forward with these uh, technologies, being able to, you know, advance this. Researchers were really uh, interested in this. And so the ImageNet competition came about. But actually, we ended up getting so good at being able to detect, you know, images that uh, the ImageNet challenge now, it's undergoing some challenges and some changes as well to the format of the challenge itself because computers, you know, we were getting so good at this image recognition. Yeah, and there are also uh, some problems with the ImageNet data. Uh, we talked about this in other podcasts where uh, AI Today podcast where some of the data is mislabeled, and so you know, even if if the system did classify the the you know, the object correctly, it was the bad data. So it said yes, there's a magpie in this image, but it's actually a deer, and the computer vision system was correct. It was just the data was wrong. So we talk a lot a lot about that with data quality and that sort of stuff. But sort of the, what what was important about ImageNet, the reason why I bring it up and why you should know that term is that and yeah, 2006 wasn't actually that long ago in terms of our lives. So you know, and actually it wasn't wasn't even that long ago in terms of like artificial intelligence, which has been around since 1956. So 50 years after the, the term AI was coined. But the reason why ImageNet is so important is because it was the ability for machine learning systems and specifically a particular kind of machine learning, convolutional neural nets, which we define other in other places, and some of the research uh, from some researchers, when it started to do really well, that's when it got people's attention. We're like, oh, maybe this is better than just a research thing. Maybe we can really, really use this in the real world. And it was the ability for uh, AI machine learning systems to do well in ImageNet that really kicked off this latest wave of AI innovation. So it's part and parcel of this third wave of AI. We talk about the previous waves in our AI Winters podcasts and, and uh, stuff, so you should listen to that as well. So hopefully that, under, that gives you an understanding of the terms recognition, computer vision, and ImageNet. Exactly. And we went over this at a high level just so that you're familiar with this terminology. But it's one thing to under, you know, to understand the terms at a high level, but it's another thing to know how it actually relates to other AI, machine learning and data terms. So, of course, knowing what the term is and how it applies to different things, that's where our CPMAI training and certification comes into play. That's really what it's all about. It's helping you have a better foundational understanding and also make sure that you're doing AI right. We are big advocates of doing AI right, including following best practices. And CPMAI is what we are advocates for, the Cognitive Project Management in AI.
So for our listeners out there, we have a free intro course that we encourage you to sign up for. Go to aitoday.live slash cpmai so that you can take your free intro course and, you know, get a better understanding of what CPMAI is all about. And then if you'd like to sign up for the full course that includes a certification, you can go to cognolitica.com slash cpmai to get registered there. I'll make sure to link to both of those in the show notes as well, our free intro course at aitoday.live slash cpmai, and then the Cognitive Project Management for AI training and certification at cognolitica.com slash cpmai. So we hope that you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to AI Today so that you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We have a large number of episodes in our glossary series. We also have some good interviews coming up that we encourage you to listen to, as well as other topics. And make sure to rate us as well on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening. and We'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.